0: welcome in this is your sanderson farms cut sweat show and it is very very sweaty at the moment because this Friday is going to keep us seemingly hanging for a very, very long time. Let's just, I'll, I'll come back and I'll talk to you in a second. Let's jump to the big board because we've got things developing. But Down here in the bottom right-hand corner, these cut line projections are via data golf. As of this moment, as of going live, 2 p.m. Eastern time, 44% likelihood that this cut line moves to minus five. There is a 53% chance it is minus four. So to UMD in the chat, who says any chance it stays at minus three, Almost none Uh, data golf lets us know that there's about a one and a half percent chance of that happening. The golf course playing very, very easy out here on this Friday. There are lots of big movers. There are golfers with lots of implications still out on the golf course. And we're getting the second afternoon wave coming in at the moment. But let me give you an idea of what we saw out there in the first morning wave on Friday. Aaron Wise shoots a 66, along with Jimmy Walker, Nate Lashley, Russell Knox, and Cameron Tringale. The rounds of the day for the moment. There are a couple of other good ones out there, including this dirty little round that Will Zalatoris has going on. Let's look at it. He's already 10 under. He's hit his T shot on number nine that is his final hole of the day because he started on the back nine he's in the right hand rough and he is 94 yards in even if he makes par here that is going to be a stellar 10 under 62 for Will Zalatoris. It is going to be bogey-free, assuming he does not stumble here on the blocks. But an absolute fiery round from Zalatoris, who is trying to notch that very first victory on the PGA Tour. So we'll keep an eye on how Will Zalatoris' round finishes up and really... It's a very impactful round, not only this round, but the way that he finishes, because if we look over on the right-hand side of the screen, you'll see cutsweats.com, Will Zalatoris the second Highest-owned golfer on the slate. 24% of you have Will Zalatoris in a lineup, so you are watching this round, and you are watching what he does this week very, very closely. Same with Mito Pereira. Not as popular. Looking at around 22% ownership. He's having himself uh, a pretty good day. He's 5-under through 16. He's finishing up on 8-9 and at the moment. He's currently teed off on number 8. That looks left, but it's nice and safe. A little bit of a layup. He's got 173 yards in, but I want to see how Will Zalatoris finishes off this absolutely scorcher of a round. So we'll keep an eye on that. Let me pop back in here real quick. So if you're new, the way that this cut sweat show works, uh, there's really no rules to it, but in general it is a data driven look at the cut line who is impacting the cut line who is impacting 5 of 6 and 6 of 6 lineups uh, i use heavily uh, pga obviously my website rickrungood.com data golf and then cutsweats uh, cutsweats.com right now uh, as of this moment in the large DraftKings contest, the, the mega snowman 100000 dollars the first or the drive the green, essentially you're looking at a six of six rate, somewhere between four and six percent. So pretty low to get six of six golfers through. We will keep an eye on that over the course of the next little bit. Additionally, uh, data or excuse me, uh cutsweats.com has a fun little feature that allows you to search for anyone's contest. So if you want me to look up your contest or somebody else's contest and see how many five of sixes, how many six of sixes you have, what your chances are for the weekend, I'm happy to do that. Just drop your DraftKings username in the chat um, and it has to be case sensitive. So if you have capitals or whatever, let me know what it is um, and we can go from there. But that's generally how this works or we can talk about anything else you want. I had to move this cut sweat show up a little bit because of. Uh, ooh, Sergio makes birdie. Uh, because the long drive is today. That's right. I'm going back out to Mesquite to see Bryson D. Shambo in the final day. So if you want to talk about that, certainly can do so. Uh, Evan is in the chat. Congrats on the birthday 76. Happy for you. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, that was excellent. Lots of fun. Stoked about it. So we'll see if I can. See if I can beat that again here soon. Sung J M getting his day started. Uh, we'll keep an eye on. Once we get Zala, a resolution on Zalatoris, we'll flip to some of these guys here in the afternoon wave and we'll cut through uh, some of the guys that are hanging on that number. Uh, Corey Connors getting his day started as well, five under par, but the course playing significantly under par. So you would imagine if you're starting at five under, you've got, you know, A lot of scoring opportunities out there, although Corey Connors did just fly the green on his opening approach shot of the day. So he's going to have a tricky little up and down coming right out of the gate. Sam Burns hitting his approach into number one as we speak. Looks like a little bit of a wedge, only 107 yards in. Let's see how this looks. Sam Burns. Not great. Probably 25 feet below the hole. I'll give you an update on what the day has, what has happened uh, on the day here shortly. We're going to get this resolution on Zalatoris is scorching around. He's currently 10 under through 17 holes. He's about to hit his approach shot into his final hole of the day, the ninth. Once we get a resolution there, we can breathe a little bit and check out the rest of this field and what we're expecting. Um, five under par and four under par are in a dead heat at the moment to be your cut line. Uh, so if your golfer is in at three under par, like actually I actually believe Sergio just got to um just got the four under, which uh you certainly don't feel safe about that. Let me confirm on Sergio real quick yeah Sergio in he makes birdie on the last last two actually to get to four under par that he's he don't fly out Sergio don't fly out bud because you are gonna be sweating that. Uh, for probably the next four hours or so, is the way this is shaping up to be. So, Sergio Garcia checking in at four under par. He is in the clubhouse. I'd love to see Brandon Wu get to five under. Uh, he's got two holes to go, he's at four under. Just some guys I like here. Gary Woodland, he's done at four. So, him and Sergio, they're gonna have a long wait. Lonto Griffin done at four under, he's gonna have a long wait. Brian Stewart, but I can't imagine. Too many people were playing Brian Stewart this week. Guys that are in at three under uh, and seemingly toast for this cut line. Keegan Bradley, which let's check out popular Keegan Bradley was. Wow. Not as popular as I would have thought. Why am I still scrolling? Did I miss him? I had to have missed him, right? I'll just search his name. Keegan. 8%. Wow. I thought he'd be closer to 15. 8%. I thought he was going to be a lot more popular than that. Um, Harold Varner, the third. We're going to look at his round. Because he had a very interesting round this morning. We're going to look at that. But Keegan Bradley, all think without without the conditions significantly changing, he's going home. Roy, Roy, Sabatini can probably hop a jet and get out of here. Tyler McCumber as well. Uh definitely out. Brand Snedeker or any of these guys in a two under, Kramer Hickok, definitely out. Uh, I mean, everybody else. Bronson Berger and Sebastian Munoz. I'm looking for some notables here. Carlos Ortiz has work to do. He's at one under. He's getting his day started here shortly. Here's the approach from Will Zalatoris. Pin high, left of the green, 12 feet. Now check this out, guys. Watch this little ditty. Let's look at this putt that Will Zalatoris is going to have. Oh my gosh, the grid view. The grid view is back. Here's his putt. 12 feet, 4 inches slightly downhill left to right. That's the look at it. So he's going to have that putt to get to 11 under and shoot a 61 without looking it up. I imagine that's got to be the best round he's ever had on the PGA tour. We can look up his metrics. I want to see how this round has gone round two for Will Zalatoris. Let's see it. Well, as you can imagine, he's gaining everywhere. 2.2 on approach 4.3 4.3 with the putter yeah that's how you get as low as he has but look at this little left to right downhill putt that will zalatoris is going to have to shoot a 61 very impressive stuff now he might not be in the lead by the time this day is over even if he makes that yeah if he makes that he posts 13 which might not even be good enough by the time cameron young is done um and you've got well that might be good enough actually Sahith uh tagala uh, is he going to get another five? Uh, Zalators could could very possibly, if he birdies this, be near the top uh, or at the top when this uh, when this round is over. So we're going to check out Will Zalators here. They're just showing this now on PGA Tour Live. So you saw it here first. 94 yards was that approach? At least was PGA Tour has uh, shot tracker has it at 96 yards. Great shot. Oh, he's going to get a teach too. Oh, somebody's somebody's right behind him. Watch this. So yeah. Ryan Armour is basically going to give him the look. Not, not perfectly, but uh, Armour is this ball right here. So Zalator should definitely know what this putt is going to do shortly. Jaeger, nice, nice stuff there. Jaeger is going to probably tap that in and get to seven under for the day. This guy's good, guys. I mean, this is the Corn Fairy Tour uh, grad who is legit. We're going to be saying his name a lot. Corey Connors bogeys the first. Corey Connors, 21% owned, has just dropped to four under. If you're paying attention, four under, right now it is the likely cut line, but it is by no means secure. 40% to go to five under, which would mean Corey Connors has some work to do. Obviously, plenty holes to play, 17 of them to go. We're going to keep an eye on this Will Zalator's putt, and then I want to go through... Uh, Some of the rounds from earlier, Uh, Harold Varner III specifically, or if anybody else, uh, go ahead and throw it in the chat. We'll take a look, and then we'll turn our attention to some of the guys that are out there right now. Taylor Pendrith, I did want to keep an eye on him. Let's see what he did here. Uh, Looks like he's got 11 feet, 6 inches for birdie on number 16. He's 5 under for the day inside the top 20 at the moment. Okay. I just wanted to see what some of these guys were up to, but right now, okay, we are all in on uh, Will Zalators. Ryan Armour has putted out, so Zalators should be next here. You can see Zalators missed it to the right hand side, tapped it in. So now it is all clear for Zalators to try to roll this putt in to shoot a sixty-one. Remember, this guy left a lot of money on the table in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, by not qualifying maybe millions of dollars left on the table because he did not win last year and did not qualify for the FedEx cup playoffs. He is not going to have that issue this year. He's very, very eligible. Here we go. Here comes the putt from Zalatoris. He's got that uh, putter up the left wrist or uh, it's on the way. It looks low to me. Oh my gosh. It grabs the right hand edge and it drops Zala Torres shoots a 61. Oh man, it was with dying speed. It grabs the right hand edge of the cup and it dropped in. Zalatoris, a 61. Beautiful. By far, the round of the day. It's not been updated yet, but it's going to be five shots better than anybody else here on the Friday morning wave. So Zalatoris is going to go to 13 under Cameron Young, who another young star. I mean, look at this. You throw Zalatoris into the mix. You throw Cam Young in there, Nick Hardy, Steven Yeager. These guys are absolutely legit. Um, so uh, there was, you know, I, on my website, rickrungood.com, I have very little data on Cameron Young, but the data that we had was really, really impressive, right? So this is a guy who, um, you're going to c- continue to see and hear a lot from, uh, Paul Barjan before I forget, cause we're probably not going to talk about Paul Barjan anymore. He's good guys. And I've, I've already seen in the first two weeks of him being on tour, like 500 to one numbers for him to win. He was five hundred one to one the Fortinet. I, I saw he was probably three hundred or four hundred to one to win this event. I I don't know when he's going to win, but that number is going to create value for his top ten, his top twenty, all that good stuff. He's very very good, and he's showing it here on this Friday. He's currently in a tie for sixty. He's moved up forty four spots. There it is. Zalatoris sixty one has been posted. Wow, incredible stuff! Incredible stuff. Okay, so here's where we're at. Um, if you're just tuning in t- look down the bottom right hand corner at all times that is your uh projected cut line from data golf as of right now four four under par is 58% to be the cut five under is 40% so we have a very very sweaty stretch ahead of us here on the right hand side this is data golf or excuse me this is cutsweats.com uh which is showing about 4.8% of lineups currently are six of six lineups. Okay. Let's check hybrids lineups out hybrid. We're going to pull up your lineups here. So what I'm going to do is on cut sweats. And again, I always commend them because um, they do not give me any trouble, right? They don't give me any trouble for showing this on, on, on live stream. Uh, It is the only other subscription that I pay for. I think you should pay for it too. The fact that you can see anyone's lineups, anyone, If there's some high stakes player out there that you really like and you want to follow and you want to see their exposure, this tool is going to allow you to do that. If you want to see what you're rooting for and how your lineups look, this tool is going to allow you to do that. So um, I've entered in hybrids username and I'm going to go down to, let's see here. Uh, There's a lot of different ways I can do this. Uh, I can see kind of your total exposure for for lineups here. So first off, you have Charlie Hoffman in 42 lineups which Charlie Hoffman uh, is very popular this week. He's the most popular golfer on the slate. He's at 26% owned. So Charlie Hoffman, his day is done. He shot a 68 earlier. He's going to be just fine heading into the weekend. I imagine by the time this this second wave is over, uh, he'll probably be like 25th, but that's going to be just fine. Sam Burns getting his day started, made par on number one, but Sam Burns um, is currently at four under. He's got work to do but lots of holes to go, lots of scoring opportunities out there. You did get access to Steven Yeager. I love this. So let's see what Yeager's Here's Yeager making his move up into the top 10 in the early wave. What was his overall ownership? 5.3%. I love this. I love hybrid that you are in on. Yeager, you're in on Pendrith. Pendrith's round is coming to an end. He's 6 under through 16. You've got a lot of you've got a lot here. So let's look at your actual and then HV3, which we'll talk about. Um, you have, my friend, hold on, let me look at this. So here is the PGA, here's the short game, the 20 max. You have, as of this moment, uh, 5% 6 of 6s, 30% 5 of 6s. Now that could change because you have some guys who are coming here in the afternoon. 5% 6 of 6s, six 24% in the 150 entry. Mini Max. Let's look at some of these. I can also do this. Actually, I believe, yeah, okay, this is what I wanted to do. I need to stretch this out a little bit. Uh, there we go. So, actually, you have Mito in two of your six of sixes. You have Sheamus in six of your five of sixes. Sam Burns. Okay, so this is what we're rooting for for you. Charlie Hoffman's good. You're a big fan of Sam Burns this afternoon. Big fan of Sam Burns this afternoon. We'll keep an eye on him. Um, I want to look at Harold Varner III. He had himself a weird, weird little day. Uh, so, gets off to a great start. Gets off to a great start. Birdies one and two. Gives one back on six, which I didn't think was all that bad. He left it short. Didn't hit a great chip, whatever. Eight. Um, kind of the same thing, right? Couldn't couldn't hit the green. Couldn't Couldn't get up and down. The real weird scenario came here on 11, where he was, it's a par 5, and in 2, let me pull this up. I'm just going to actually pull up his, uh, yeah, here it is. So he's in the left-hand side off the tee, hits a pretty darn good layup to just in front of the green. So from here, you're thinking, okay, Harold Varner III, uh, you know, if he gets up and down, he makes birdie, all that good stuff. If he can't get up and down, it's par. No, no, no. He, first of all, hits a pretty sour chip. And then from, what is this? Uh, Let's see. I want his full on. Can I get his shot for shot here? So his third was, okay, 25 feet. From 25 feet, he four putts. Was this that hard of a putt? So here it was, 25 feet, he runs it. To here, a couple feet past, then I assume hit it low to here, then missed this one, then tapped it in. So when I look at something like this, and we're going to look at his metrics here in a second, uh, he shot a 71, which by all accounts, very easily could have been a 68. Like if he just gets up and down, or even just two putts, it's a 69, right? Uh, and we're going to look at his stats for this for this round he loses a stroke and a half putting all of that comes on uh on 11 there otherwise hit it well on his approach shots his short game wasn't all that bad I want to really see how far back Harold Varner the third is going to be when this second wave is over because he played much much better than what this what this actually indicates uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. All right, let's turn our attention to some of the guys here in the afternoon wave. Some of the guys that I know are popular. Some of the guys that are going to impact a lot of these six of six lineups. Um, Sung J M is definitely one of those guys, and Corey Connor. So here we go. So let's do, let's find these guys on the board here, and we'll get we'll get them loaded up. We don't need Varner anymore. We don't need Zal anymore. Mito's going to be just fine. He's right down the middle. We don't need him anymore. we probably don't need Taylor Pendrith anymore. He's got he's got a pretty good crack to make another one there. So let's do Sung who has already made Birdie on his first hole. Great sign. We will do Corey Connors, who is right here. And we will do Sam Burns. Uh all three of those, at least 18% owned. All three of those between four and six under, right? Which as of right now, if you look down the bottom right-hand corner, you can see minus four, picking up a little bit of steam to be the cut number. Now 62%, minus three to be your cut, almost all but dead. Almost all but dead. That's not a very good chip there from Sung J M. So Sung Jae is going to have on number two, 13 feet, 11 inches to save par and not give back the stroke that he just gave up. Uh, Corey Connor's is a much better approach on number two hits it to 22 feet. I think these guys are actually playing together, aren't they? Yeah. All three of these guys are actually playing together. So Burns also in there pretty close. So I guess I could probably have these guys in one. Nah, I like to keep it separate. You got to keep it separate. That way it's all, all good. Make sure I have these guys auto updating. Okay. Yeah. Very poor shot from Sung Jae. So we're going to see how that shakes out here. Um. I had something to say about one of these guys, but I can't remember what it was. If minus four ends up being the cut, Sergio Garcia would get in. Gary Woodland would get in. Lonto would get in, but I imagine he's not nearly as popular. Anybody else? All right, Corey Connor's putt for Birdie is. Low. So Corey Connors just putted for birdie and missed it, 22 feet, 4 inches. He's going to tap that in. Uh, here was the look. It was a downhill, little right to left thing. He missed it down low, and he tapped it in for par. So Corey Connors remains one over through one, uh, through two. He is minus four, which is 62 percent likely to be the cut. Should be Sam Burns next. Here's Sam Burns's look. Kind of similar, downhill, right to left. That's going to be the putt for Sam Burns. We'll keep an eye on that. I'm headed out to the long drive again today, which should be exciting. Bryson uh, in the final 16, trying to see what he can do there. 22 feet, one inch for Sam Burns. That putt is on its way, and it looks short to me. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it rolled. Out like that, uh, just burned the left-hand side. Very good putt from Sam Burns. It does not drop. That is a good sign. Very, very good putt. He ran it right over the edge. Here is the par putt for Sung Jay Im that is coming up. And Sung Jay Im, remember, 20% owned. This is for par. So he makes birdie on one, trying not to give it away on two. His putt is more uphill. He's kind of on the opposite side of the hole. More uphill, still going to move right to left as this green does. So we'll keep an eye on this Sungjae and putt here in a second. And he's, he's over it right now. It's off his putter face, and it is uh, wide left, and he's left himself with about two feet. So Sungjae at least going to give back one here. This is probably – I'm not going to give it to him yet. He's marking it, and he's going to look over it. But – um. Sung Jae likely to go back to even for the round five under for the event. Evan wants to know how dead his money is. Uh, and the answer is because he blindly bet Matt Wolf on Wednesday. Uh, pretty dead. Pretty dead. And he's wide right here on number two. The driver. Let's look at Matthew Wolf here because I'll pull up Matthew Wolf's week. He got off to a hot start, man. Right. out Fresh out of the gate, like a, like a bandit, right? Birdied his first couple of holes, um let's see what we have going on. Let's look at round 1 specifically. Okay, I don't have his updated I'm on like a 15 minute delay so I don't have his uh round 1 strokes gain stuff yet but he just sprayed one on number 2. I think it's trouble. I mean the issue for him has been the driver um and if he cannot play out of if he's playing out of position, he's in big big trouble. Yeah, I know all these guys are in the same group but I feel like if you try to do it that way. Let me, let's like, I guess I could try it because then you got to click on each other's names. And then the problem is then their colors change. And I don't like that. So I'm going to keep them in, in separate tabs for now. They are, uh, though headed to number three, they all are in the same group and they're going to go to number three. Look, uh, look over here on the right-hand side of the screen. This is cutsweats.com. So, um, let's try to find the highest owned golfers who are currently at four or five under par. Cause that's going to kind of be interesting here. Actually I want yeah. Current score. Um, okay. So first of all, Alex Smalley, my goodness, what are you doing, sir? Are you really going to hero ball this? Let's pull it up. Watch this. Let's get some some lesser names in here. Alex Smalley, after opening up with a 76, is currently 9-under. Did he make par here? 9-under through 16. This is his 17th hole of the day. He was shortened to 19. Okay, so he tapped that in, I assume. Fourth shot in the cup, right? Yeah, okay. So, wow, he's going to go to... His final hole of the day in which he has just teed off and he is dead down the heart. 320 to the middle, 95 yards coming in here. Alex Smalley, I wonder what his likelihood of making the cut was after shooting a 76. Assuming he just can get in, five under should be plenty good. Five under is, uh, so so more likely that it's going to be four under than five under, but five under should be plenty good. So Alex Smalley, for the 4.2% of you that played him, uh, looking very good. We'll keep an eye on that as he's coming in. Let's see who else we have. Sung Kang, likely in. Lee Hodge is likely in. Brendan Steele, likely in. Adam Long, likely in. My bud, Doc Reb. I hope Doc plays Shriners next week. I'll be out there. If you're going to be at Shriners, you're going to be at the CJ Cup. Uh, let me know. I'll be out there. Doc only two and a half percent owns. He's got a lot of holes to play. He's got twelve in front, but he's currently at five under. He's two under for the day. Streelman is gonna is gonna be interesting for the rest of the day, right? Um, he's he's got he's got fourteen holes to go, nearly ten percent owned. and he's currently at five under, which would be which would be safe. Corey Connors just yanked one on number three on the par five. That's in the rough. It looks like it sat down. He might not have a shot at getting home in two now yeah no almost certainly not he's gonna have to play something up there sung jM uh teeing off right now he looks to me oh is it drawing look at this shot tracer it was i don't think it was really like that but up up the uh the right center that's all good sung jim in prime position 265 he might be able to take a crack at it and sam burns uh left hand rough that might be a more difficult a more difficult uh, shot coming in. We're going to keep an eye on Alex Smalley, who's having one of the rounds of the day and playing hero ball to get, him side inside, get himself inside the cut. Um, the minus fours, these guys are, these guys are sweaty, especially because Data Golf down the bottom right-hand corner has put a, um, uh, put, a, put a nail in the coffin of minus three, and now things trending towards four, five, and six. Six probably unlikely. Four and five are your two likely candidates for what this cut is going to be. So if you're done at four, you're, you're not thrilled. That is the 9% of you that have Sergio Garcia, the 6% of you that have Gary Woodland, uh, the 2% of you that have Hudson Swafford. You are not particularly thrilled uh, by them being done at four under. Now, the guys that are, still playing at four under you're much more excited about Corey Connors 21% owned, one of the highest golfers on the slate. He is on the third hole. We're keeping an eye on him. He's, uh, I mean, you don't, you don't want him to finish at four under. Obviously he's got plenty of holes to play. So Wolf just, um, sprayed his first tee shot. He looked long there on number two. That's going to be a tough up and down for par. I just, man, I just wish, I wish, I wish we were seeing better golf from him. Obviously. So here was Wolf on number two, sprays the first one into the pine straw, hits his second one. I believe he's long. I believe he's somewhere. It hasn't updated yet, but I believe he's somewhere over here uh, on his second. We'll see if that updates. But we'll also keep an eye on this 95-yard shot coming for Alex Smalley for one of the rounds of the day. And we'll see if they update that Matthew Wolf shot as well. Here's, here's the wolf shot. Oh, a little, little bit left of what I thought. That's no easy up and down. Pretty lie dependent. We'll keep an eye on that. The guys that are done at three are done. Keegan can go home. 8% of you have Keegan. 5% of you have Rory McEl. Uh whoa, no, Rory Sabatini. 6% of you have Emiliano Grillo, but he's got holes to play. He's still live. And then everybody else is done. Let's see the highest owned golfer who is definitely done. Um. so it's got to be somebody who's in the clubhouse actually not that bad uh let's see definitely done i don't even know if we have uh no scott stallings scott stallings is the highest zone golfer who's definitely done nine percent of you keegan eight percent those those two are the highest zone golfers that are definitely done look at this little hero ball by joseph bramlett much appreciated there joseph 6%. You love to see it. Okay, Sam Burns getting ready to hit his uh second here. I don't think that he can get there. I'm I think oh no, he's you know what? He looked like he had an iron in hand, went back and grabbed a, a, a some type of wood, maybe a hybrid, although he doesn't seem particularly Oh, you know what he's doing. He's waiting for the green to clear. That's right. Sam Burns. So there's a group up here on the green. He is waiting for the green to clear. So I I think he's Going to try to take a crack out of this tree in front of him here. Kind of an issue, but he's far enough back. He can probably work one around it, 262 yards. He's waiting for this green to clear, which is kind of exciting. So we'll see that shot, and we'll see... still waiting on this Alex Smalley shot. Is the rest of his group in trouble? They, just having, they might be waiting for that to clear, too. Last hole of the day, usually that final green, uh, no matter if you finish on 9 or 18, usually take some time to clear. So Burns, we're still waiting on. All right. We'll go back to Matthew Wolf because I think he's going to hit next year. I'm looking at his lie. It is uh it's okay. A little fluffy ball sitting about halfway down 21 yards. It's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, but he should be able to work with it. Slices the legs out from underneath of it. Gets it to release. It's pretty darn good. Uh, he had the right weight, but he's probably still going to have six or seven feet for par. I think he's like right here-ish. We'll keep an eye on that on the grid. And now we're getting the shot from Sam Burns. So Sam Burns uh, looks like some type of hybrid in hand, maybe five wood, 262. He's wrapped it around that tree. I think he likes it. It is uh, just short of the green. My guess is it's about right here. Just left front maybe back a little bit further it might be like right here so we should have plenty of greens to work with he's going to have a nice lie um that is going to be his third shot coming up into this par five third i believe he's going to be about right here we'll see when that updates uh pin uh excuse me jg says interviewing any players next week pre-tournament uh maybe so hope to get out there Tuesday or Wednesday for a practice round maybe. And then um, obviously for the event, but we'll see. Okay. So there's burn shop being updated. Uh, yeah, I was pretty close front left there. Corey Connors did indeed lay up. So Corey Connors has 90 yards coming in. So we'll probably see that shot in a second. And then Sung Im, I do not believe has hit. He's, he's, he's going right now. So 265 for Sungjae. Uh He's got some type of wood in hand. So he's thinking he can take a crack at this. It's on a pretty good little fade. Tight little cut. Oh my God. Too much. Too much Sungjae. Landed on. Oh boy, it's still moving. landed on like here and has rolled all the way down. Back here, that's it was a great shot. He got too much of it. It's probably gonna be um, a little tricky, a little tricky up and down coming back coming back down towards the front of the screen. And then Corey Connor should be next, uh, because he's ninety yards out. Okay. Actually, yeah, that's what I I can do that. I can turn the rest of the group on for these guys. Yeah, there's Sung back over the green. I don't like that. I'm a creature of habit. Okay, we should get Smalley now. Uh, it should be his ball. So Alex Smalley played absolute hero ball after 76 on Thursday. He's currently nine under through 17. has a chance to to add on one more. Here's the shot. Ooh, long and right. Oh, that's tricky, because here's the situation now. Oh my God. So here's the situation now for Alex Smalley. He's got to get this up and down to stay at 5-under. If he makes a bogey and drops to 4-under, there's a chance he misses the cut because 4-under is currently only 60% to be the number. If, it, if he makes bogey here and it goes to minus 5, all that work that he's going to put in, he, he's going to end up shooting a 64 and missing the cut. That's going to be tough. So this is a absolutely critical up and down. Corey Connors, uh, I do not believe, has hit his approach yet, although it's got to be coming momentarily. Into number three. So we'll keep an eye on that. Here it is. Pretty darn good. Stuffs it to four feet. Um, so that'll be for Birdie because that's his third shot. And then Sung Jay or uh, Burns are probably next here. But this, this smallly up and down is fascinating, isn't it? I mean, a, a guy might go out and shoot a 64 on Friday and miss the cut. I mean, it's still a sign of how good he is, right? If you can go out and shoot 64 on, on the PGA tour any day, I don't really care what you did. You you know what I mean? It's just, he's going to have a lot of growing pains, young guy, trying to figure it all out, but that would be a little bit disappointing to shoot a 64 and miss the cut. So he's got to get up and down from here. We're not going to see it on the coverage. We'll keep an eye on it right here. Sam Burns is now, uh, Sam Burns is going here. So Sam Burns is chipping from just short left of the green kind of chunky. Got it to bite, though. Uh, He's probably going to have about eight feet or so for birdie. We'll see when that updates. Here's Smalley. Oh, great shot. Okay, great shot. So, uh, obviously, without knowing what his lie was or anything like that, absolutely great. He hits it to nine inches. He's going to make the cut. So, Alex Smalley, absolute historic hero ball here. To go from a 76 to a nine under 63, to make the cut, even if it's you know goes to five under par, which um, you know about a coin flip that it does, he is uh, he is going to be in. So congratulations, Alex Smalley. We go to Sung Im, who uh, quite honestly, this is not as bad as I thought. It did not roll all the way down the hill. It's 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 not. I mean, it's not great, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. We'll see how good his hands are. He is generally a very good around the green player, but he's gonna need every facet of that right here. Let's see. Looks clean. Oh, too clean. Yeah, no, he blew he blew it. That's that's incredible. Caught it way too clean. He he blew it off the green in front. Wow. So he's going to have another I mean he might put that, but he's going to have another chip here. So he's struggling to try to make par. Mike says, "Wow, you started early, Rick." Yeah, I had to move it up. I'm headed to Mesquite for the rest of the long drive. Uh so I had to move it up a little bit. But I figured, hey, while I came on air, the cut line was between minus 4 and minus 5 was 50-50 shot. Why not come on and do it? Um Pinto says, "What do you think of Aaron Wise's chances this week?" Yeah, so let's do a little Aaron Wise deep dive here. So Aaron Wise, uh, one of the golfers that I actually wrote up on Golf Digest. So Golf Digest asked me to do an article before the season started, and they called it, um, I think it was like 10 golfers who are going to make you money this season. And Aaron Wise made the list because of kind of this this upside and this raw talent that he has. So shoots a 68 on Thursday, shoots a 66 on Friday. Uh, He is currently in a tie for fourth. Now, obviously, by the time this round ends, you think he might, you know, Will likely be in the top 10 somewhere. So let's look at how he did it. So I'll give this, uh, refresh a, or this leaderboard a refresh here. Sung J M's chip. I mean, this is getting ugly now. That is not a great chip. Uh, that was his fourth and he's still four feet away, four and a half feet away. What is Sung J doing? He spoiled a really good drive. He got a little unlucky on his second shot. Wow. Uh, by the way, Matthew Wolf, uh, did make bogey there and now he steps to the par five third and he has sprayed another one, I believe well into the trees. Uh, and, and I don't, they're going to have trouble finding that. I think, wow, I just, I don't know. Okay. Aaron wise, what do we have so far from Aaron wise? Well, uh, I don't have a lot of great news for you here. So. This this is pretty concerning. Aaron Wise uh, has in two rounds gained over four strokes around the green, which is making up for the vast majority of his tee to green and uh, a huge chunk of his strokes gained total. So when you look at this and say uh, five, nearly five and a half of his 6.2 strokes that he has gained this week have come in the short game, that's very concerning. Um, let me actually – give me one second. I'm going to log in. Uh, I always think it's funny when I have to log into my own website. So I have to log into rickrungood.com here. So just give me one second and I'll flip you back. But, um, I'll pull up, I'll pull up Aaron Wise's golfer profile and we can see how concerning that might be. So here we go. Apologies. I just didn't want you to see me typing in my password and all that stuff. So, okay. Uh, so. Aaron wise. How concerning is Aaron wise? Well, pretty concerning. Yeah. Pretty, pretty concerning because he's historically not a very good putter. He can pop at times. Don't get me wrong, but he's 174th on tour last season. uh, And then around the green You know he's generally a positive, so that's okay. But this would be an absolute ceiling week. Sungjae did did make that five footer for par, but that's a pretty bad par. Um, So, you know, you if you're Aaron Wise, uh, your skill set is kind of off the tee and on approach. So to see him doing it this way is a little bit concerning to me. Now. The counterpoint would be, oh, well, if he gets back to his baseline, he is still banked, you know, four strokes around the green. It's like, yeah, sure he has. But uh, I would be a little bit concerned about that. Corey Connors did uh, tap that in, as we imagined he would, for birdie on number three. So Connors makes birdie, Jay makes a par, and Sam Burns makes a par, and our featured group heads to number four um, with some work to do, right? Sung Jay at minus five. That If he finished there, that's safe. Uh, Both Burns and Corey Connors are at – well, no, because Connors is going to go to five under, I believe, here. They have not updated this yet. Sometimes the updates are – they take a while. So, hold on. Let's see. Connors is going to go to – yeah. Connors is going to go to five under, which would be safe. And then Burns is going to stay at four. I believe yes, which is not safe. So um, they do have some work to do. They do have some work to do. Everybody chasing Zala Taurus at the moment after his scorching 61. We'll keep an eye on those guys. Here was Matthew Wolf's. Oh, see, this is the other concern with Wolf. The, the last hole, let me like last hole. He sprayed one way, right? Uh, This one, he sprays one way left. That is a two-way miss in which he does not necessarily know where this ball's going. It's a problem. And this is a par five. He's got to take advantage of. And now what is he going to do? Is that water or what is that over there? Just he's in the native area. I don't know if that's actually water. It doesn't look like he reached it, but um, yeah, we're going to, I don't know. We're going to have to see what comes out of Matthew Wolf. He is uh 10% owned. So that's actually a surprising number of you that were willing to get on, uh, Matthew Wolf. You know, I thought the only way to get exposure to him was through the outright market. That was to me, the most logical way to deploy him. But, um, 10% of you went for the high risk, high reward crack at getting him in your draft Kings lineups. And, uh, it is a concern. So if you're just tuning in, we'll do a quick refresh here. Uh, if you're just tuning in the 61 from Will Zalatoris has sprung him into the lead Incredible round, 11 under par, by far the round of the day. He is now one shot clear of Cam Young and, and Hayden Buckley. Uh, a couple shots clear of Aaron Wise and Steven Yeager. The right-hand side, this is your Cutsweats.com update. So Charlie Hoffman, the highest-owned golfer on the slate, 26%. Wills Al Torres, 24%, Mito Pereira, 21 And then Corey Connors and Sung J.M., along with Sam Burns, who are out there at the moment, also in that top six or seven. Uh, as of this moment, if you go to Cutsweats.com, you'll see... The six of six rate is shrinking. When I first came on, it was about four and a half, five percent. Oh, my God. Corey Connors nearly made an ace. First of all, Corey Connors makes an outrageous amount of aces. Look at this. And this thing, this is two feet set, 10 10 inches, and it it rolled past the lip. Unbelievable shot. If you pay attention, Corey Connors makes, uh, and he's so good with his irons and wedges, makes an ungodly amount of aces. Um, Sam Burns looks like he missed the green left. It looks like it's rolling down here. Yeah, here it is. Uh, nope, that's a tree. There you go. Just kind of off the, oh, it still looks like it's still on the green and Sung J M is going right now, but, but Corey Connors, uh, makes a birdie on three. Looks like he's about to get another one on four. Maybe that is, is him, uh, absolutely rolling. We'll see this Sung Jae shot. standing over the ball still okay it's in the air looks like it's cutting looks like it's cutting too much short right uh it doesn't look like it got into the bunker but it might just be on this overhang here so we'll see where that pops up but anyway uh, cutsweats.com the six of six rate has cut in half since i came on air so keep that in mind, that uh, even with a very good five of six, you are very, very live this week. But if you have a six of six, you are in serious business. Um, again, I'm a huge advocate for cutsweats.com. I think you should sign up. I think you should pay the membership. It's the only other thing that I pay a membership for. It allows you to not only see your lineups, your contests, but every contest and everyone's lineup. So for example, um, the Mega Snowman, You know, if we want to actually look at that event, yeah, there's Sungjae's shot. Uh, the snowman. So I can just search for it and I can say, okay, what does the cut line look like, or the six of six rate look for, look like in the mega snowman? Well, it's 2.1%. Five of five is 19%. If you had your lineups, or I don't know who I'm logged in as right now, uh, you would compare your lineups against that. You could see what your ownership is compared to everyone else's ownership. Uh, really cool tool. And then what they've started to do is, uh, once the cut is over, kind of start to simulate the rest of the events, which I don't know if that's for every single contest, but it's been really fun to kind of keep an eye on. So you, it'll, it'll show you like, Hey, you know, you are, you have a 1% chance of winning this, winning this GPP, which a 1% chance of winning a GPP is a massive amount. Right. So it's like, it's kind of cool to see what your current equity for your lineups are. Um, so I really enjoy it. And they're always adding new things and they don't give me any trouble, for streaming it uh streaming the behind the paywall stuff so i highly encourage you to sign up that that would be a favor for me and it would be a favor for them i imagine uh mike campbell says is the long drive on tv no so there is no uh rights to it which is crazy they either didn't sell the rights or didn't come to an agreement worth agreeing upon but it is being streamed on youtube uh, so it is the pro long drive Pro Long Drivers Association YouTube, I believe, it is. So if you type in PLDA or uh, Long Drive, you'll 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 see it on YouTube. Um, and I will be there in. So the let's see, the Bryson is going to go off in the group that I think is at. Uh, so it's three forty-five. So it's six forty-five Eastern. So I will be there uh, a little bit earlier than that, maybe maybe chat with some of the guys, see how it goes, but, um, it's been fun. It's been really fun. Can we post the link in the chat? Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. That'd be easier. Thank you. Matthew Wolf. So they have not updated his, uh, second shot yet, but his third shot is on the green. Okay. So, okay. He punched out. Well then that was an unbelievable shot. Cause he, so he punched out from his first and then he just hit one. He's probably 35 or 40 feet away. Ah, uh, pretty good third. So he's back in position, but a lot of hard work to get there. Sam Burns is lining up his birdie putt from 24 feet 8 inches. It is. Uh, I wish I could run down there and tell him, hey, it is going to uh, break left to right, and it is kind of into. You. It's actually kind of a little bit of a. I don't want to say a double breaker, but look, he's kind of on the spine of this right, so it's going to go left to right, but then it's going to want to kind of counteract that back near the hole. Interesting. So here's Sam Burns for birdie from 24 feet, eight inches. And I believe Sung J has already played his chip. I'll, I'll check that out in just a second. Sam Burns uh, putt is on the way and it is uh, good speed, good pace. He rolls at 18 inches by it's uh tap in tap in part. Sung J M did chip on and has three feet, three inches to go which should be plenty good for Mr. Sung JM. Matthew Wolf. Okay, wow, 46 feet. So that's that is a pretty darn good recovery to still get a green in regulation when you had to punch out. And that's what his power can do, right? That's what the look at the screen by the way. That's what the power can do for Matthew Wolf. So here's the putt he's going to face and everything pulls to that front corner of the green. So he's got 46 feet 4 inches uh, downhill and then the uh, left to right the entire way and then as um, as it gets closer to the hole it is going to break even harder to the right. I gave I gave Sam Burns too much credit. It was not 18 inches. It was three feet eight inches. He made it, so that's good. Sung J M now lining up his three footer. Got Sung J 25 to one outright. Says go to your home ball. Uh, I'm with you there. I love that. Here's Sungjae. Just a little three feet, three inches left. This should be no problem, right? Do you guys believe in jinxes? I guess we're going to find out. Three feet, three inches for Sungjae M. Oh, my God. He made it, but it looked it looked ugly, let me just tell you. All right, Corey Connors, wow. So Corey Connors uh, still waiting to putt for for birdie. That's how good that approach shot was. Uh, he's got two feet, 10 inches to tap this one in and make two birdies in a row and get to six under par, which by the way, if you're paying attention in the bottom right-hand corner, swinging back into the favor of minus four. Golf now projecting minus four to be the cut. 75% of the time with minus five at 24% of the time. So Sergio Garcia backers, Gary Woodland backers. This is what you're rooting for. <laughs> you're rooting for bogeys. You're rooting for pars. Uh, and you're rooting for minus four to be the cut. All right. Matthew Wolf is lining up this putt. They are trying, him and his caddy are trying to figure out what this does. They're looking at it. They're checking out the inside of the hole. We know exactly what it's going to do. It is going to move left to right the entire way. And it's going to be downhill. Everything pulls to that front edge. Pretty devious little pin, by the way. Just a couple of steps on, off the right. Matthew Wolf. it looks like he's giving it one last look. He's now going through a couple of practice strokes. So we are moments away from this putt being on the way. All right. He's addressed the ball. He's got his putter behind it getting settled in one last look ball is on its way he's got it out to the left it's a pretty decent read yeah okay so it snaps hard in front he left it a little bit short so as you can see it 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 snaps harder in front of the hole so he didn't it's really going to be difficult to match the line and speed he it, it, he had a pretty good beat on it and then it kind of just you know snapped in front of the cup um i think he already tapped it in I can't tell if he tapped it in or not, but it was, it was a very good effort. Uh, yeah, he did. So we tapped it in for par. So that was, that was going to be a very difficult one to read. We know exactly what it's doing from here, but my goodness, that was uh, a tough little putt. And and I know this shot tracker is not going to do it justice, right? It's going to just be like, oh yeah, it ended up here, but it, it was a much better putt um, than I think this shot tracker is going to give it credit for. I'm kind of interested to see. It. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, it just it just gives us the straight line. Uh, that is that is not really what happened. Then he did tap it in. So very cool. All right, so Corey Connors likely to tee off first on this par five. It's a long par five. My beast of burden says, Rick, were there some particularly good stats that predicted players like Young, Buckley, Thigala, and Jaeger doing so well? Well, um, I can show you. However, remember, these guys are mostly corn fairy guys, so we don't even have a lot of data on them. Um, But with that being said, I can show you the small sample size that I did have on at least uh, Cameron Young was pretty impressive. So... Like, if you just did, watch this. I bet you he shows up here. Uh, Let's do. Let me pull him up. Okay. So, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Am I confusing Cameron Young with someone else? Because I would clearly have to be. Oh, you know what? Wow. I'm, I'm uh. color me shocked right now. So I remember the, okay. So what I think happened was, I don't know what happened. Why did I think Cameron Young's metrics were really, really good? I'm very wrong. He's been terrible. Uh, in fact, he has played four. So terrible on on PGA Tour. His other results are much better. So he was, he's played four events on the PGA Tour that are in my database. Uh, he's missed a cut in all of them and he has been uh, uh, horrendous um, on the metrics in those. Now that's that's just his PGA Tour stuff. So if we look at his, corn fairy stuff um it's a little bit better a couple of starts ago he finished t5 at the at the main open t32 at one of the playoff events at the boise open he won twice in back-to-back weeks um uh, a couple a couple of months ago so i mean is corn fairy stuff obviously much much better but the pga no there were no metrics about that uh let's look up i'm not even sure how many rounds i have on on the rest of these guys Sahith. I've got, oh, I got a lot of rounds on Sahith. I got 42 rounds on Sahith. Uh, and what we've seen in 42 rounds is he's a very good putter, reliant on the putter, but the ball striking hasn't been there. Uh, now, again, let's look him up on kind of everything. He's The 454th ranked player in the world. So at the end of last Corn Fairy Tour season, in the Tour Championship, he finished sixth. The week before that, he finished fourth. Uh, he had a couple other top tens there but there's not a lot of metrics to say these guys would have been good plays outside of Jaeger might be a little bit different. I don't know what Jaeger's um, strokes gain metrics are not good, but he's played a lot on the PGA tour. And also he is, uh, he like won the corn. He was like the number one player from the corn ferry, and he was awesome down there. So he, he is someone that I think certainly passes the eye test or at least has the pedigree a lot more finished here were his last three uh Corn Ferry Tour results second fourth fourth uh had another runner up a couple of starts before that another one in Knoxville he had a win a couple of starts before that a fourth two starts before that a second a couple of starts before I mean he was just he was he was he was prolific on the Corn Ferry so but yeah pretty interesting to see that there was uh some pretty ugly PGA tour metrics to go for, for some of those guys. All right. um, Update minus four continues to gain steam. So if you're a Sergio backer, You are thrilled to see that now 75% according to our friends over at data golf, Matthew Wolf on the tee of number four to part three. Looks like he just hangs on there. current six to six rate. Thanks to cutsweats.com, about two and a half percent, maybe a little bit more depending on the contest that you're playing in, but that's a pretty good bloodbath. You know, anytime it's like sub 8% or sub 6%, that's a pretty darn good bloodbath. Uh, Sung J. M. Uh, I do not believe has teed off on number five yet. So we're still waiting on that. While we do, Timothy wants to know what Seamus powers chances are. I love me some Seamus power. So here we go. Uh, Seamus needs some help. So Seamus is even par. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he is uh, that say, and say that four under par is going to be the cut which it's most likely right now, but certainly not a lot. Let's say four under. Well, he didn't take advantage of number five, which is one of the holes uh, that is the easiest that you need to take advantage of. Now, the back nine is playing one shot under par, so he needs to do probably twice as good as that. He probably needs to play it at two under or better, and he needs to play the hardest holes on the course or some of the hardest the hardest stretch on the course, uh, probably one or two under. So it, it, this is a big Big ask. He needs to gain about one. Man. Yeah. So, so the average for the holes that he has left is approximately 1.2 under par, something like that. And he needs to, he needs to beat that. So he needs to play that probably four shots better. So he needs to play him like five. Yeah. He needs a lot he needs a lot. Sung Jay's Sung or, uh, uh Seamus is, is, is probably going home. Unfortunately, as much as I, I love the guy, he's, he is probably, he is probably going home here. Let's see what else we got. Uh, looks like that power group has, or I shouldn't say power group. That featured group has teed off on number five. This is a par five, uh, Corey Connors in the left hand rough. I, I doubt that he was going to be able to get there into anyway, but, uh, now even less likely. Sam Burns in a very similar position in left-hand rough. And Sung JM has the entire fairway open to him if he would like it. And he's on the tee box right now. It is, um, I think he likes it. Cutting up the middle. Yeah, right down the middle. Good shot there from Sung Im. I don't think he can get there, but we'll keep a close eye on that. Um, Mike says, ever since they went to a T65 cut, it's way more fun. Yeah. You know, it's amazing that just that change really cut into the number of six of six lineups. And I should ask the guys at Cutsweat, uh, cutsweats.com, like how significantly it changed it. But I, I used to remember there's, there's just not much going on here. So let me, let me kind of do a little bit of a refresh here. Um, I remember when, when like 10%, was like a good a good rate now we never see anything like that for six of sixes um now we're down at t65 so that's oliver if you can hear him in the background I, didn't, I forgot to close the door he's excited about something that's all right i'm excited about things too so uh yeah ever since they went to just that small little change it makes a big deal in terms of of that cut line <clears throat> so we'll see on that power group let's get an update on matthew wolf He is just on. He's got 22 feet. Let's check out this putt for Wolf here. These are some little tricky pins. So this is going to be kind of the opposite of what he just had. Remember on number three, he had that long downhill left to right putt. Now he has an uphill right to left putt. So he is going to have to kind of uh, tap into the other side of the brain, uh, which is always a little bit difficult to do. This is the, 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 the polar opposite putt. That he just had, which is always fun. If you guys want to talk about anything? I'm open to whatever. This is just kind of a cool hang. I was, I was saying, you know, I got to get out of here soon for the, for the uh, long drive. Uh, go see what Bryson's up to. I, and I will admit, you know, I have been uh, very critical of Bryson DeChambeau at times, and I think a lot of people have. But he has been quite honestly great this week uh, with his fellow competitors, with the media. He has signed literally every single autograph and taking every single picture. I'm not kidding. Like when he gets done, people just line up like everybody who's there might be a couple hundred people, everybody who's there. They just line up and he signs until they're all gone. So it is, um, I I have nothing bad to say about him this week. (laughs) Um, so he's been very impressive. Matthew Wolf setting down his ball. From 22 feet, two inches out. Again, it's that right to left uphill putt. The opposite of what he had on number three. And it is on the way. And uh he made it. Is that true? I think he made it. I think Matthew Matthew Wolf rolled this in. I don't. The, the thing is, PGA Tour Live is way behind. I'm watching it right now, and it's never this far behind. It's usually actually ahead. So, did, so that's why I'm a little bit confused that he might have made it. No, he did. He rolled it in. Wow. Yeah, great putt. Matthew Wolf gets back to four under par, which is growing to be the likely cut number. So that's a that to me that's a very important stretch from Matthew Wolf because he was out of it on number three had to punch out and still made par. I know it's a par five, but that is important. So he saves par there and then makes rolls in the birdie putt on four. That's critically important, not only to get into the number, but like to, to turn the momentum around and you're seeing in the bottom right-hand corner that minus four is uh, getting more and more likely to be the cut line. When I came on air about an hour or so ago, it was um, about 50-50. And now it's 84% in the favor of minus four. While we're here, and they're going to commercial right now on PGA Tour Live, so I think we have some time. Just trying to look at some of the outright numbers. So Will Zalatoris over at Caesars, is plus two hundred. Um which is shocking, but there's really no well that's kind of interesting. Corey Connors is 16 to 1. How far back is Connors? He's at six under. So if Connors plays let's see. If Connors plays the rest of this. Uh, round at, at field average, he'll be about, what would that be? One and a half to two shots under, he gets to eight under. So if he gets to like nine or 10, I wouldn't mind that Corey Connor 16 to one number. I'm not super thrilled about it, but like it wasn't, that's close to what he was pre event. And he is, uh, out in a birdie fest right now with a number that's been set it's not like Zaletors is going to shoot a number another 61 tomorrow right it's not like he's going to run away with this thing so i don't mind that what is um let's see hb3 is 40 to 1 so hb3 seemingly going to be five shots back heading into the weekend he had a four putt on number i think it was 11 today that really I mean, he just played much better than this score indicates. I wouldn't mind Varner at 40 if you didn't get him before the event. Paul Barjan is still 90 to 1. I don't think he's going to win, but my God, he is way, way better than people want to give him credit for. Let's see if our feature group hit at all. Uh, Sam Burns did lay up. Good shot there. He's got 112. Corey Connors did indeed also lay up. He is... 124, but he did not keep it in the fairway. That's kind of a mistake. So Sung J M should be hitting next here. So we'll keep an eye on that. Rick, what's your biggest DFS golf win? Um, I've had a couple of 10 Ks uh, and I've, and I've always been very clear, you know, this is not something I do for a living. I do, I do this for fun, obviously. And, uh, the website and covering golf and all that stuff. That's, that's what I do for a living. But, um, I've had a couple of 10 K wins. Actually, one of my favorite wins was, and I tell the story a lot. So you might've, you might've heard this and let me, sorry, let me zoom, zoom back down here four, four minus four is, is, is 84% to be the cut line. So we're kind of closing in on that. Sung he's 300 yards out. Um, I don't know how close he can get this. Let's see. Looked like solid. No, maybe not. Flared it out to the right a little bit. Eh, it's fine. I mean, it wasn't great contact. It's shortened to the right. It's essentially a layup. It's probably like right here. Um, he's at least on the correct side. He should have a better angle at the at the at the pin. Um, one of my favorite uh wins was actually it ended up being uh court side tickets for the Philadelphia 76ers um which is something that I would not have bought myself so it was cool to win right like even if I had the money I wouldn't have I wouldn't have paid that and it was just a cool experience so I thought that was really fun. What odds would it take for you to be interested in a Barjan top five or top 10? Ooh okay so let's um Corey Connors did not hold the green on his third. That's a little unfortunate. So Barjan is going to be probably five back. Let's look at how he's playing. I want to just make sure he's not like rolling the, he's not like gaining like nine strokes putting. Um, He's not, he's pretty good off the tee, positive on approach. He is putting well, but that's kind of to be expected. His second round was much better. Gained two on approach, only one with the putter. That's a great sign. Good shot there by Sam Burns. Uh, Probably he's six, seven, or eight feet for birdie there. Nice shot there. Um, Okay, so let's say he's five back. To finish inside the top five or ten, let's call it ten because that might be where he ends the day, maybe just outside of that. I would say... um, I mean, he's still like a dog to do it, obviously. Wolf just sprayed another one way left. This is going to be in the car path. It's going to hit the cart. It's going to hit a moving cart. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. It is sitting on the car path. It is still rolling. It's still rolling, but that's not a good sign. He's left, right, left, right. He doesn't know where it's going. Um, I, I think like I think he's still a pretty big dog, but like four to one. Four to one to finish inside the top 10? Could you get that? I don't know what's out there, but that would be where I would start just because you're not, you shouldn't be overpaying for a guy who has like zero name value. Matthew Wolf, this ball, um, I don't know where they're going to end up saying, so it rolled up the cart path here, like for a while. I don't know where that, if that ended there or what, but, um, he's got a major, has he hit a fairway yet? Seriously, has he, has he hit a fairway yet? Oh, after this round? No, I don't think he's going to be. No. Um, okay, I'll look at that in a second. So let's see. Matthew Wolf on number one missed left. Matthew Wolf on number two missed right. Matthew Wolf on number three missed left. On five missed left. It, this, is, this is trouble, guys. It's really trouble. Okay, so now, sorry about that. So to finish inside the top 10 after this round, he's definitely a dog to do that because Sloan is going to pass him. All likelihood, uh, Norlander could pass him. Luke List has plenty of holes left. Corey Connors has plenty of holes left. Yeah, I don't, uh, I think he's a dog, so like two and a half to one might be interesting. Might be interesting. So update on the featured group. Sung Jae hit a very bad uh, not layup. That was him going for it, but he ended up laying up. Sam Burns hit a great one to five feet, seven inches. Corey Connors flew everything. Or actually, I don't think he flew. He landed on the green, but it did not hold. So he's got this awkward little chip coming up. This is a pretty important moment for Corey Connors because he didn't hit a good drive, had to lay up, and now he's trying to get up and down for par. Not great. Oh, they're showing the shot. I'm hoping that's not going to get me in trouble. We've done that before. Here's Sung Sungjae. Sungjae uh, did not hit a good one, but it, and he's in the rough, but at least he has a good angle. And I want to see if they updated this Matthew Wolf shot. I guess that's where it must've stopped rolling, but it's, it's on the car path. He's probably going to have to take relief. But again, like this is just this, he might have to punch out for the second time in what, like three holes. It's just, it's just furiating infuriating. Let's see what his uh, strokes gain metrics are. I mean, he's just gotta be just hemorrhaging strokes off the tee. Um, Round two, and I only have him through four hole. Yeah, he's he's already lost nearly two strokes off the tee. That cannot be the path for Matthew Wolf. Sung with another kind of subpar chip. Eleven feet nine inches for Birdie. It's just kind of subpar, isn't it? For him. Here's Corey Connors. Uh that's much better. Three feet three inches, so we'll have that to make par. <clears throat> Oh, you know what Connors did? He putted that. He didn't chip it. Smart. He putted that. So actually, it's still going to be Sung Jae's turn, I think. Eleven feet nine inches. Let's look at the putt. Um, pretty flat. Maybe left to right. Maybe a little downhill. He's lining it up right now. This is for birdie for Sung Jae to get to six under par. It is. Oh, it's good. Sung Jae-in makes it. Nice putt. So he gets to six under, uh, which is plenty safe at the moment. We should get Sam Burns next. Look at these green complexes. You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. So here's Sam Burns. This is actually pretty, um, pretty tricky. I guess maybe it's not. I don't know, it might look trickier. For Birdie, left to right, dead in the heart. Sam Burns gets the five under. That's safe at the moment. Uh, it's looking like our cut line's getting to four under here, boys. And girls. I don't know who's here. So that leaves Corey Connors with three feet for his par. And it is... Good. Okay, so that's our feature group through the par five fifth. uh, All of them very much uh, as of this moment inside the cut because the cut line is trending towards four under par. Ladies and gentlemen, I probably have to hit the road here. Uh, Bryson is calling my name. So let me give you one last little update here. The cut line uh, is likely to be minus four that means Sergio Garcia, Gary Woodland likely to be in. There is a chance it goes to minus 5, but it's less of a chance, about 10% at the point at this point, thanks to our friends over at Data Golf. Um because of that, because of that cut line because the guys in and out, our friends over at Cut Sweats, projecting somewhere between 3 and 4% of lineups are going to be six of sixes without seeing a huge change there. Um sign up for Cut Sweats, pay the fee, it is Worth your money. I promise you, you'll use it every single week. And it makes you smarter. And I like being smarter. Um, Will's Zalatour with the round of the day. 61, 11 under par. Stellar. Probably not something I would bet at plus 200 if I wanted to make a bet right now. Corey Connors at 16 to 1. Not the worst thing in the world. HV3 at 40. I wouldn't mind. But I'll probably let this develop. We're seeing Matthew Wolf take a drop right now on number 5. And through four holes, he has lost nearly two strokes off the tee. It's very, very concerning. It's something that I would be worried about. Um, if you're into the long drive, uh, it will be on YouTube. It's on YouTube right now. There's like the amateur and I think the senior division are going. But at 6.45 p.m. Eastern time, uh, the PLDA, the, the the open finals are going to occur. Bryson DeChambeau is there. So you can check that out. PLDA long drive on YouTube. I don't have the link, but uh, it's out there. A, and I'll be there. And if you want to follow me on Twitter at Rick run good, I'll be tweeting out and hopefully I'll talk to Bryson and we'll chat and all that good stuff. Otherwise I'm stoked about it. And, uh, it's been a great week of golf, both in the long drive and here at the Sanderson best of luck. The rest of the way I will talk to you guys very, very soon. Goodbye.